Hey everybody, welcome back to day two. Breakfast with Bob from beautiful Edmonton, Canada. My name is Bob Babbitt. We're brought to you by Master Spas as fuels go longer. Quintana Roo, Hoka One One, Form Smart Swim Goggles, Zoot Sports, the original triathlon brand, Premium Plus Sports, and our Challenge Athletes Foundation, our next guest, two-time Alcatraz champion, Olympian, Ashley Gentle. How are you doing? I'm well, thanks, Bob. How are you? I am spectacular. And I am looking at uh, 2022, and you won, we were down there when you won Clash Miami, which was really fun. Uh, Oceanside, you got 70.3 there. You were your fourth there. Challenge Championship in Samarin, fifth. Uh, Elsinore in the Europeans, you were second. And then you won Andorra. So you're, you're transitioning to this long stuff and doing really well. Yeah, it's been fun, uh, I guess. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago I saw you in Clash Miami. And yeah. uh, I guess, you know, I was just starting the year off and right. pretty early and I had those races planned and uh, it's been super fun and I've been enjoying it. And how do you compare it to when you were racing, when you race at ITU? Is, it, is there a difference, besides the, obviously the distances, but what, what's the major difference for you? Yeah, it is really different. And I think that, um, I guess, you know, you're very independent when you go across to middle distance or long distance racing. Um, you know, I've been in the triathlon Australia system and the high performance world for, for so long now. And we, you know, you had people, you know, helping you um, with training camps and, oh, right. you know, logistically and getting to races. And, you know, obviously I've always, I was always very grateful for that. And um, you could travel the world in that way, represent your country. And right. then, um, yeah, you're pretty much kind of on your own when you, when you transition, <laughs> you, you really gotta, <laughs> you gotta figure out things for yourself. Um, but that also comes with a lot of freedom and a lot of choice in what races you're doing. Um, sure. So, you know, I chose those races that you mentioned because they interested me and I thought the courses might be fun. And obviously I went from the championship, which was, you know, dead flat, right. out and back, um, the Clash Mammy, which was technical and hot, um, Elsinore was a bit rolly, Andorra, which was like mountainous. So I think that that has been really fun because I can kind of work out, um, yeah, what I'm good at. and. Yes how I'm going and challenge myself over different courses. Well, this sort of is a, uh, a little bit of a flashback for you because you're in Edmonton, this 2011 here, your first, first World Cup win? Yeah, when I was, uh, I don't know, 20 or something, oh. I, yeah, it was my first World Cup win and um, yeah, a bit of a breakthrough after having a really successful junior career. Uh -huh. So. Yeah, it's really fun to come back. I've had plenty of memories here, lots of World Series races, um, lots of different conditions and a few different courses, but always down at Horolek Park where we'll be on Saturday. Right. So definitely a flashback. <laughs> and yeah, you've been had some World Series podiums here. So this is there's good memories from this place. Yeah, generally Canada um, is a place I've loved racing and I've uh, always enjoyed um, the races. Yes. And, yeah, they love triathlon here. So it's, yeah, great to be back and great to see that PTO can, um, yeah, get the race here on the weekend. Well, and uh, this it's a million dollar prize purse. That doesn't happen very often in the sport of triathlon. Yeah, I don't think I've done a race with a million <laughs> know, dollar right? prize purse. Right? Uh, I mean, who has? Uh, well, 
Yeah, I guess like back in the day when I was a lot younger, I remember Des Moines High V Ironman. Yep. Oh, did you do the High V one back oh, then? No, no, I, was, was I would have been definitely too young, but I remember yeah. watch, oh, oh, yeah. knowing Emma Snow still winning it. Yep. A few of the Aussies definitely cashed Simon in. Whitfield. Oh, yeah, time. yeah. Greg Brad Carlefelt. Yeah, and Laura and Greg both did well there, yeah. Yeah, so um, it's, yeah, pretty amazing that, um, yeah, such good prize money at this race. Very fun. And when you look down the, the the start list you got people from itu you got people for 70.3 you got people from full the distance 100k is is a little shorter than 70.3 longer than olympic so there's not a lot of track record to go on on who's going to do what in this race yeah definitely i think that um obviously there's a few a lot of the guys that have done the collins cup mm -hmm. and they raced over that distance and there's been a few different distances um, played out, you know, over the years. In Daytona, we did it, yeah. Yeah, so I think there is a few people have had that experience, but it is so similar to the 70.3. So yes. I think you can kind of know where you're at and, yeah, hopefully go a little bit faster than you would over 70.3 distance. Do you think that uh, the 20-meter draft rule makes a difference in this type? Because it's like the multiple loops on the bike uh, and you got, what, three climbs per lap, something like that. Yeah, I think... Uh, It'll be good. I think that, you know, it's great that there's a 20 meter draft uh -huh. rule because I guess it can kind of hopefully break it up a little bit uh -huh. more and make it more of an individual effort, which, yeah. um, you know, moving across from short course to middle distance, that's what, you know, I was kind of after as well. Um, you know, obviously the swim is still always important, but it's not the end of your race, right? right. You yes. can you can still show your strength over the, you know, the swim, the bike and the run. So I think that 20 meter draft rule kind of helps, um, yeah, separate it a little bit more, perhaps. So uh, when this last couple of years, you were still sort of mixing and matching a little bit, you know, some WTSs, you're heading into you know, the Olympics and um, Olympic experience. Now, was this the first Olympics for you? No, I was in Rio too. Yeah, you yeah. got to go to Rio as well. Yeah. And how did this one compare? Obviously, there's no people there, so it made it tough. Well, actually, the triathlon, there were some crowds there. Yeah, I guess because the triathlon, I guess, was just on the ro the roads Road there, so people maybe outside, yeah. people were allowed to come out for a little bit. I'm right. not sure, but yeah, the Tokyo experience was quite strange. Um, the lead up in Australia was um, interesting because you know it was very still in and out of lockdowns and. Right. It was quite unsettling at times, and obviously it was a very different experience being just in a little bubble in the Tokyo village. Right. But, um, you know, looking forward to Paris, like, I, you know, I'm finished with short course now, but um, I think everyone will be excited for that games because it looks pretty spectacular and hopefully it'll be uninterrupted and yes. everyone will have a, have a good time and be able to see the country. So, but for sure, nothing in Paris. Oh, look, I, uh, <laughs> no, I, I think that um, like I've made the switch now and yeah. I think the thing with short course is it's really hard to go back even if you want to, especially in a federation like Australia because there's so many athletes right. and, um, you know, my world rankings probably already plummeted just to, from... To try to get starts would to be... Start, to try to get starts would be difficult, but I think the only thing that would tempt me, um, I was saying to my... A fellow Australian Aaron just today I probably would be tempted by a mixed relay because I always enjoyed being part of the mixed relay team but um, that might be difficult just to get an opportunity I'm not sure and obviously going a bit longer 
I still feel like I've got some speed, like my speed's quite good, but you know, um, I've been enjoying what I'm doing in middle distance. So I'm, I'm happy to focus on that. Well, and as a ITU athlete, and I'm sure these aren't totally up to date, but what, 77 starts, 30 podiums, 10 wins. I mean, that's a lot of racing at that, at that <laughs> format. So you've, you've done your time. Yeah, I, I did. And I did a lot of racing. I had, um, I really have really fond memories of my junior yeah. career. Uh, I was at my first Junior Worlds when I was 16 years old. So I'm 31 now. So once I started, my first World Series race was 2011. So I had, you know, a good chunk of time yeah. doing short course. And um, there was definitely some times where I didn't have the, the best of times and right. it was difficult. But I have, you know, such fond memories of that time and amazing experiences and some great races in there too. So um, I didn't finish my short course career how I wanted to and I guess sometimes part of me this year it's been a little bit difficult to process mm. and I think that at times I've still been processing that but I think that um, you know if I stayed in short course trying to finish my career the way you know with the, the way Everybody's I wanted to. Everybody's always looking really the only way you could really finish it is to win the Olympic gold. Yeah do something <laughs> like <laughs> spectacular but I think that if I kept trying to do that yeah maybe I could you know have an amazing world series result or do right. something I wanted to do but maybe I couldn't and maybe I wouldn't and I would miss opportunities like this race right this race and, and yeah so it's just I've decided to um yeah focus on the middle distance racing this year and yeah I don't have any regrets and I've been really enjoying um training the the racing and really loving triathlon so I I, I can't complain yeah well when you look at the like you said, the variety of races on a racetrack and hilly and, and couple, you know, you've, you've won Alcatraz twice. It seems like you're, you're looking for, you love the sport of triathlon and you want every, you want the whole salad bar. You want to try a little bit of, of all of it. Yeah, exactly. And I think that, um, you know, when I focus on, you know, my race calendar in years to come, I can look back at experiences like this and right. I can see you know I want to go back here or I want to do that or I, you know I wanted to go to um, in Elsinore you know people told me great things about the race yeah. but it was also a European championship field mm. so you know that was something that I wanted to look for too so yeah it's a draw as well because you want to race the best exactly so yeah and yeah. you get to do that on Saturday yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> the field is is just amazing yeah, it's great. And uh, I've obviously raced a few girls now, more than I had back at Clash. Yes. But um, there's still so many athletes that uh, I haven't raced. You haven't met before, I bet. Exactly. So I think that um, there's plenty of the ITU girls that I know. Uh, there's a lot of fast swimmers here. Yes. Um, yeah, there's definitely a really great swim field. And, you know, obviously there's people that are, you know, uh, Ironman 70.3 world championship podiums and um you know some hugely talented Ironman athletes who are also successful in the 70.3 so I think the dynamic is going to be really interesting and I I think that you can't really pick how it's going to go no. it could be anyone's race really being as young as you are uh, the fact that you've moved into 70.3 now do you see yourself going to the full distance you see yourself focusing on 70.3 what do you see down the line yeah, I'm not sure. If you would have asked me at the start of the year about Ironman, I would have 
just laughed at you. <laughs> and I still think it's a little bit crazy. It's a very long day. It is a very long day. But I don't know. There's parts of me this year, like Andorra, um, that took four hours 50 or something. Yeah. Because it's 2,000 meters of elevation, you know, at an altitude too. So it was a long day out. Yes. And I was like, okay, if I did an Ironman, how many more hours would that be? <laughs> Maybe that four be more too hours, bad. three yeah. something, no big deal, nine <laughs> yeah. hours, you can do That's that. That's what I think. And I watch things like Kona and I'm hugely inspired and I'm yeah. like, I want to do that. You want to do it one day, right? And then the next day... And then, um, no, that's ridiculous. But. You know, it's so funny. Was, uh, Holly Lawrence hasn't done a full yet. And, you know, because one of the problems is if you want to do Kona, which is one everyone wants to do, you've got to go qualify. You've got to basically adapt your whole season to doing the build to the full Ironman to then train, if you do qualify, to go to Kona, right? And your yeah. whole season becomes that. And she goes, that's the hard because I don't want to give up everything else I'm doing. But I said, so if someone would give you a wild card today to Kona, would you take it? And she was like, F yeah, <laughs> I'd go tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know. I think that, um, yeah, it is difficult in terms of the Ironman distance because, yeah, it is so long and the preparation is... Yep, and the recovery. Yeah, you can't race as much, but um, I would say... I, I'm sure that I'll be on an Ironman start list at some point, I think. Exactly. Um, but I, do, I don't know when, and it's not really something I've thought hugely about because I've just been enjoying this initial transition to middle distance. Yes, and, and it seems like you're, you know, when you've made the transition to middle distance, it was not as, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. It's more like you're taking a little bit by ear. By you're sort of like, I'll, I feel like doing that race, and I'll go to that race. Yeah, and I think that, um, you know, as you said, I had done a couple of uh, 70.3s and obviously Alcatraz Beijing and right. Noosa Tri every year. But, you know, I I didn't do those 70.3s hugely prepared. Right. I was always focused on short course, course and that was my priority. And, you know, that was just what I was fully uh -huh. focused on. Right. And when I made the change this year, I didn't. I know that some people could do it. Like you look at Christian and uh, some, a few other athletes and they seem to can do it all. That's but amazing. Yeah. That's, that's different. Um, I don't think I'm someone like that. I, I personally, I just knew that if I wanted to make the change, I needed to just, I didn't want to still try and I didn't want to do both. Right. I wanted to go all in on one. So, um, yeah, that was the decision. Yeah. It was interesting talking to Christian and Gustav yesterday. They're both, yeah, we're, we'll do Ironman, do Kona. And then it'll we'll do a couple WTS races right after that, and then we won't do another Ironman till till uh, after Paris. Yeah. And I'm like, that's going from long to short is really hard. I think I mean, it's it's very difficult. Cause I remember a number of years ago, Chris McCormick tried, oh, I'll come back and make the Aussie Olympic team. Yeah, and I remember this. that. Yeah. Remember that? And yeah. He was running 30-30 off the bike and coming in 40th or whatever. Yeah. It's it's hard to go from long back to short. Yeah, I imagine so. I, I think that, um, yeah, it's it's very different. And I think that, yeah, I probably wouldn't even be able to do that if I wanted to. Just <laughs> like I said, with there's so many other Australian girls yeah. and I couldn't, don't think I could just get subbed in or anything like that. Um, Christian's got an Olympic gold medal, so I'm <laughs> he sure. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, yeah he probably. I think that's, um, plays play. well for him. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and, you know, I, yeah, hugely respect how he can actually do that. But um, I just wanted to make sure that, you know, when I when I changed, I focused on the middle distance. And, you know, 
you know, I look at things for Paris and, and, and it looks amazing. And I look at Kona each year or, you know, some of the great Ironman races. Yeah. And I think that's inspiring too. But um, yeah, I will just play it by ear. And I think that, you know, I've got a good, you know, calendar this year and I've been really focused on even just trying to get here. I put... Um, the PTO tour on my race calendar at the start of the year when it was, right. you know, when it was first announced. And I just was kind of like, well, I hope I can get there. I hadn't right. done anything yet, but um, I'm sitting here now. I'm at, I'm at Canada. And, and, yeah, ranked number um, 17 in the world, something like that. Yeah, and I, I plan to do Dallas. I'm, I'm sure my ranking will still be good enough for that. So, um, yeah, I'm just happy that I can be here because this was definitely a race that I was eyeing off at the start of the year. Will you, are you going to 70.3 Saints, the world's in 70.3? No, I won't. You um, don't want to do that? No, I qualified in Oceanside, but, and, and a couple of times as after that too, but um, I didn't take my slot. I just decided that this year I've already done trip to America and back, yeah. this Europe trip and back, and I'm also getting married, so. Um, when do you guys get married? Uh, in November. How fun. Oh, yeah, you don't want to be traveling in October. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, when we postponed our wedding because of the pandemic last year, um, Worlds was still in September. Right. So oh, that's true. Yeah, we changed our wedding now and now, now like, it got Now it's back till late October. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I definitely want to focus on 70.3 Worlds next year. Right. Um, it will be in Finland. Finland, yeah. And then it will be in New Zealand. So I'm eyeing off that New Zealand one for sure because it's in my part of the world. Exactly. Everyone can come travel down under and I'll be happy with that. <laughs> I love it. Always such a pleasure to catch up with you, Ashley. Thank you. Have a great race on Saturday. Yes, thanks. Nice to chat, Bob. Always a pleasure. Ashley Gentle has been our guest, everybody. Again, Breakfast with Bob from beautiful Edmonton, Canada. Hold on, everybody. We will be right back.